as promised last week, and why do I feel that you and Quinn have devious plans with our first guest ever on a podcast, but we have a uh, a co-worker of mine from two different radio stations, three, I'm sorry, three different radio stations over just my career. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like you guys have devious plans now that we have uh, our first <laughs> guest and a former worker, co-worker of mine? No, it's not devious plans. It's more, I just want some dirt. I want some tea on Scott. I want ammo. <laughs> on yeah, me? I, yeah. <laughs> Is it on me or is it on the situation? All right, so let me bring it up to speed. First of all, let me welcome everyone. Uh, I know him forever as Joe Mama because uh, Joe Joe and I worked together in West Palm Beach, and I was real young and green in the game at that point. That was really my first full-time radio gig. And uh, then from there, I'll never forget the day when I came back after a visit to Buffalo, and I I had said, hey, I'm I'm leaving. And, And Joe's response, if I remember correctly, was, Oh, oh, where are you going? And I go, well, I'm going to do mornings in Cleveland. And you're like, you're what? <laughs> so, Who leaves um, Florida for Cleveland? Right. right. And that, and that right. was the question. And then... Um, uh, from there, it was not long after that Joe joined us. Now, it's not a secret between the two of us. My whole mission was, because I had so much fun working uh, with Joe back uh, in Florida, I'm like, you know... I really want to see if we can get him up to Cleveland. The station you and I were at before had gone through some changes, so it was one of those things where if this could come together, it'd be great. And I thought, well, this is going to be perfect. They're going to pair us together. You guys were the all-star team. We, we were going to do it, right? Before Scott and Allie. And then, well, Joe gets hired to come up. Super excited. This is great. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, you get to work with such a close friend more than once. This is incredible. It doesn't happen that often. And then they didn't put us together. They moved me to middays, and they put Joe with my former <laughs> co-host who was uh, Leanne Summers and and that's where uh and we did work together again in Detroit afterwards but that for for this part of it, it that's not too terribly important but this whole thing came together because um well it was on the podcast last week yeah I was asking you if you ever did a morning show solo and that's where you kind of got into the story of that and then uh we were just talking about your different co-hosts over the years I was like I really want to hear a little bit about Scott and his young career and what hmm. especially because how old were you I was just thinking about this today what was your age that you started with Joe Mama oh my gosh like 24 so you were younger than producer Quinn yeah so impossible I, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> there was a time this is what I want to know from Joe what kind of co-host was he did he suck at first did he <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can be honest <laughs> uh, Scott, Scott always had a great sense of humor he was uh, he was a uh, very enthusiastic let me say that um, I remember uh, it, it kind of became a joke. Hey, everybody! Hey, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> he was full of energy, that's for sure. And uh, definitely, he was on the morning show, and um, and we had a blast together. And we had a blast working at that radio station. And uh, yeah, no, it was, it was very cool. It was, it was great working with Scott. Uh, he was the most enthusiastic co-worker I think I've ever had about the radio business. Now that we work together, he doesn't do this as much, but he used to do this thing every single morning. I am, it's not that I'm not a morning person, but I have to wait until the mic turns on and then I'm I'm ready. But beforehand, I, I come in a half hour early. I, I do my little thing by myself. I just like have to have my time. Scott, I can hear him in the stairwell. Oh. goes, <laughs> woo! 
<laughs> and he did it recently because I reminded him. I said, you used to do this and you don't do this anymore. I don't know why. He well, I'm not going to lie. I'm getting to the age walking up the stairs now. It's more like, oh. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but then it, it, got, it kind of it was interesting because um, one of the questions that came up and I, it was more of a joke last week when uh, when we were talking about it in the podcast was what were you like if you went through all these co-hosts and and mm-hmm. we, we did talk about a little bit about Leanne and how she did work for, oh, with boy. you for a while. Oh, I knew it! I knew it! Knew That's it! That's what they were waiting on. There is a tea that is well, ready, ready to be spilled. Come on, know, quick one. I, I did not want to say anything <laughs> negative because I could see the talent there. Now, mind you, oh, I was I a will. kid. Okay. <laughs> Let's right. hear it. Let's hear it. perfect for well, the show. I know. <laughs> Joe Mama, you can you want to be our new co-host? No, I tried. Let's just say that I really, really tried. I tried to uh, tried to get along. We tried to make it work, but in the end, it was just too much. Her boyfriend, or this guy, I guess she knew really well, wrote a, a radio review article for the local newspaper, the Cleveland Plain Dealer, and I don't know what she told him or what this guy thought about me, but he wrote about me like weekly in the newspaper, and it was not flattering. And um, that that really put a strain on our relationship because um, I knew that she knew him really well, and uh, the, the stuff he said about me was just really it was really rude. I guess no press is bad press, right? But, oh um, my gosh! That, yeah, we we did not get along. We were like oil and water. It was really bad for a morning show, and um, she had one direction she wanted to go, and I wanted to go a different direction. And uh, in the end, it just uh, it didn't work out. Yeah, sometimes it's like that, you know. Yeah, not we, everybody's got the chemistry you two have. Well, and that's what we've <laughs> said is that chemistry is so important, oh, and yeah, big time. Even though Scott and I are totally different people, but we just, I don't know, it just works, right? I, I, no, I, it, it does. I mean, and, and that's, uh, I'll, I'll say this too, we we were blessed to have very good chemistry too, which is funny, oh, yeah. this is the first time, and it's got to be over 20 years, that we've been on a microphone setting together. Oh my God! And, 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 but you see, you know, it, it does, I mean, it, it things connect very quickly uh, with certain people. Obviously, the three of us sitting here doing what we're doing right now, it, you can tell that this this is a workable situation. I was in a similar explanation with my situation. I I, I look back on it now uh, because it's been a long period of time. And I mean, although I... I, maybe I've grown, or maybe I'm I'm just being passive. I don't know. You said it. You said it great. Where you were, you know, at different directions. Um, I, I think she does extremely well and excels as a solo role, which is what she's been yeah. doing right now. Right. Very talented, and I can't take that away from it. But again, chemistry is is a key when it comes to uh, to doing any of this. It really is. It, yeah, you, you either have it or you don't. Yeah. And uh, and you know, your co-host has hair. You don't. Yep. I mean, that's just compliment each other. I, you know, I knew Scott back when he had hair. Oh I, I, it wasn't mine, though. It was still yeah, it wasn't for. his, but he had hair. <laughs> so you got the system at what age, Scott? Oh, I was uh, in Florida, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what? you were. I remember when you came in, and you were very proud of it. And uh, <laughs> you know, we, we all loved you to death, and we wanted to tell you how great it looked, and I think we did. But uh, the minute you left the room, we were like... Oh boy, who's gonna tell him? Oh like, my god! It just didn't match in the back. You could tell where the, where the hair, where the real hair, where the real hair stopped and the uh, fake hair started. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, I'm so glad we're having yeah. connection problems all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, did, did you ever tell? Did you ever tell her the story about uh, what, Scott was quite the ladies' man in West Palm? Ooh. And uh, did, you, did you tell her the story about how you uh, brought the gal home from the club and you were afraid it was gonna come off? <laughs> 
she was running her fingers through his hair and he was freaking out that it was gonna come off. <laughs> I used to laugh at that story. <laughs> if I wasn't laughing so hard, I'd give him the finger. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I love that story. you're in your early 20s and you're, you know, balding in the 90s, or the early 90s was not the easiest road to tow. And, you know, like, uh, quite the ladies' man, though. I mean, you went to the clubs, you were like, you were hooking up. Oh, were, I, uh, oh yeah, there was, there, I call the Florida years my horn year. <laughs> <laughs> there was, yes, there was that's the song. Scott I knew. Yeah. And, and you know, it's oh. funny, it was only in one year, and I mean, it was it was an amazing year. He got a lot accomplished wow. that year. Uh, but you know, it, but the, then the other thing, too, and I should share this with folks to give the backstory so that you know that, that it's not, not everyone I work with just busts my shit. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> but no, I see, you have to realize, I, I was very blessed uh, to have Joe in my life uh, on multiple occasions. Now, uh, Allie knows uh, a little bit about a previous relationship, Julie, which, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about on the show, and obviously I've grown from. Uh, the best part is, for me, is I don't have to worry about it anymore. She's dead. So, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it happened. Uh, but the thing about it was, uh, Joe knows I moved from Buffalo, not immediately to go into the radio situation there. It was a move. I was following a relationship that I thought was going to work, which really just crumbled yeah. very quickly. Mm-hmm. And Joe was an amazing support during that. And Aww. I mean, I, no, I, I mean it more than a brother. I mean, it was it was tremendous. And then, um, uh, you know, things things improved, I think, as uh, as we got. But actually, really, when we got to Cleveland, finally, I felt like I had th- that was out of me uh, and and moving forward. But uh, you know what they say, laughter is the best medicine. Oh, I right? think that's what saved me. I really do, because I was uh, I it was not a great time for me. But to have the right friends when you need them at the right times in your life is is well, it's life changing. Scott's in his feels today. Well, I, I, want, <laughs> I want people to know that, you know, I'm more substance than than not when okay. it comes to this. So this means that Joe, you were in radio longer than Sky, you were the mentor. I used to ride my dinosaur into the radio station back uh, <laughs> oh, double odd, let me think. Uh yeah, no. Yeah, I've I've been at this a while. Um but I don't know. When did you get in the business, Scott? When did you get in the radio business? Well, it was on a young level and more an intern or a part-time level uh, around 90, uh, 89, 90, coming out of high school. So, yeah. but, but not the experience. The experience level and everything really took off after we, well, in, in West Palm when we got together and then things, you know, really picked up from there. I was in it, yeah. but not to the level that I wanted to be. And that's very typical in this business. It is very typical that a lot of people that are young in this business are not where they want to be right away. And it takes takes a long time but, yeah uh if you stick with it it can work sometimes <laughs> put in your chops and all that yeah no you, uh, you you were always polished the thing i like the most about you is your enthusiasm for for doing it and learning and and you, you were always so upbeat positive and you were from, I, I i hate we haven't kept up better over the years you know and we were saying before the podcast that yeah this is the first time that we've really had a chance to talk in a long time mm-hmm. but that's life i mean you know you've got 
you got a couple kids. Uh, I got three ex-wives since I've uh, since I've seen you. So three ex-wives <laughs> since. All right, very good. Okay, so um, I have one ex-wife and three kids. So. <laughs> but that's uh, so at least we're you know following some sort of a path here. Do you remember sending sending me out to uh, and and this this Quinn our producer's hearing this and he's very new to the radio side. So this is the kind of stuff that we did and and this is where you got to cut your teeth. Do you remember the shirtless guy in West Palm Beach? That we we sent me <laughs> we sent me out to give a sh- we, we felt bad for the guy he didn't have a shirt he was you know hoboing it up right. but he so, had a great tan uh, sent me out for, with a shirt to go give a shirt to this guy um, uh, and and, and it, wasn't he next to like some dumpster or something and then started charging me while I was on the air and I had to run from this guy or something what I forgot all about that yeah we used to do some awesome stunts and uh, we would we would go out all the time but we we did a lot of crazy stuff like that back when you could in the radio business now you know they won't let you go out and do stuff like that and not like that no, no. We, we send Quinn out every once in a while but we haven't tortured him enough i feel yeah, usually to the grand opening of a kfc <laughs> yeah, right, yes. it's always the grand opening of something why did the guy oh he started charging you like running out well there was yeah. something going on okay yeah. yeah yeah not not all right in the yeah. head did you guys have a female on this show Two that I remember. Um, We had the uh, English girl. Yeah, Lane London. Remember her? Yeah. Yeah. Got out of the business. She moved with her husband. He was like some PGA golf pro or something, and they moved up to Chicago so he could play better golf. And I think she got out of the radio business, actually. But Wait yeah, a minute. She had English accent, and she talked like this. She saw the monkey. She, uh, she was awesome on the radio. She moved from Florida to Chicago for her <laughs> husband's golf? I know. That yeah. seems like an odd move. Golf dream. Hell, he's probably on the PGA Tour now. He's probably yeah. some big hotshot, you know? Since Scott was whoring it up in Florida, <laughs> was he ever hooking up with one of the co-hosts? <gasps> no, but that's how I got the job. That was my department, not that uh, remember. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was the marriage number one, but uh, boy, we had a good time though. We sure did. <laughs> you know, they say don't take your work home, but you know, well, well, you know, where actually? So, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean, Scott? That's how you got the job? Did you sleep your way into that? No, the uh, the the former producer uh, was caught underneath the board. Well, this was at a time. This is the story that I was told. I don't. I, I I never experienced it firsthand. Thank, well, in my case, thankfully. Um, but uh, the, the story that I heard, because it was a very quick hiring uh, and moving into the the position to work with Joe, uh, was if I remember correctly, there was a former producer that had some sort of a fling with the afternoon person on the station or something like that. If I remember correctly, um, and, but but it was an unexpected. Um, I'm going to say this as nice as I can because we're in different times than we were in the early 90s when you would just be like, whoa. But uh, it it was an unexpected discovery for the people that came across how the relationship was being consummated in the studio (laughs) between the two men. Okay. (laughs) Did did you get that? Did you catch that? Confession time. Has everyone in this room had some sort of sexual action in a studio? Well, that's how you get free pizza, so... And now you know we can't get a damn pizza delivered to this building anymore. What no, the hell? Oh my gosh! Funny thing though, uh, our afternoon guy was our pizza delivery guy. Yes. Wait, what? Oh, no kidding! Wow. Yeah, Matt Dishler was our pizza delivery dude. He would deliver wow. pizzas to Brody all the time. Oh. You guys really need to work on your hiring standards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Come on in. You want to be the new guy? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Desperate times. Oh my gosh, I love it. Oh my gosh. You know, it was funny too because when we when we did go to Cleveland, that was a whole different party in itself. For because uh, I think it was about three year run that you were there. Uh, uh, it was about two years. It was about yeah, two years. About two. But that was at a time where Cleveland... Well, Cleveland still is a good party town, but uh, the Flats... I heard, I heard it rocks. Oh, it, oh. yeah. It's, the, the, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, yeah. the, the Flats in Cleveland, were, which have changed dramatically now. Now, it's a totally different party area, but uh, I don't remember driving home a lot of weekends. Oh, my gosh. Also a different time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm being honest. Unfortunately. Yeah. Do you remember that nightclub down in the Flats? It was like a... Club 1148? <laughs> club and we used to go upstairs to the vip room and yep they would just bring us free drinks all night long i yep. mean i haven't been to a place like that in forever like it just doesn't happen anymore but we were like kings walking in that place yep. was, uh, everybody through the radio station we were on every billboard in town it was awesome ali said it uh ali said was it. a really fun time it was yeah. uh it was club 1148 which was on the west yeah, bank of the flats yeah, yeah. yeah. yep because yeah. i used I don't to know what it is now it's something different though i um i saw it when we were there just recently like a month ago and it's it's completely something different i don't know what but there, the there, flats are rocking again. There, are cool. There's a YouTube video uh, that somebody must have used an old VHS camera to take of wow. 11.48 when it was in its heyday. Oh, and the, the ocean of people. If you type in on YouTube, Club 11.48, yeah. it was... I mean, you'll see some 90s-tastic hair like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> uh, but it was this... I've described it as the sea of people that were in that club. And it really was. It was an ocean of bodies. And to see that was pretty wild. I used to sneak yeah. in. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was like underage sneaking it uh, i love it this episode of the scott and alley not for air podcast is sponsored by proaction of Stuben and yates incorporated now that more and more people are going back to work one of the biggest challenges is finding child care there just isn't enough especially for infants and toddlers if you're interested in caring for children in your home or opening a child care center now is the time proaction will give you all the resources that you need new york state is offering grants for new child care programs all you have to do is call the proaction child care council to get started call 607 607- 776-2126 extension 2600. That's 776-2126 extension 2600. And start caring for children in your home or opening a child care center now. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, how's it I going? heard an everybody. We- <laughs> everybody. 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 We're here with a special guest, Joe Mama over here. Woo! There he is. Woo! Now, Woo now, now, Joe, I want you to weigh in on this, too, because I just recently had some work done on my car, and it was at the dealership. So I get it okay. back, and every t- this happens to me every time now. Every time I get my car back from the dealership, all my settings are set differently on my car. My lights are usually on automatic, switched all the way off. It's uh, it's my... Sometimes even I think they change my radio station... Um, what is it called? Like presets? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Week is supposed to be no, uh, number one. <laughs> Why is it not number one? It's like rock or something. That's something I don't listen to. Um, but do you ever have that where they just like change all the settings on your in your car? Seats completely... Well, the seat I get. Because some people need to get in, you know, if they're uh, bigger than me, but which is rare because I'm a big, I'm a tall dude. Uh, Joe, you go the, first. The uh, place I take my, they actually listen to the, the radio station and they like me, and I, <laughs> I, I like take care of them. and I well, and so they take care of me. So I don't know where you're taking your car, but yeah. You might, uh, might want to look into some different service somewhere else. Now, I'll <laughs> add to that and say, it's funny you mentioned this, because one of the one of the uh, pranks that my friends used to do was whenever the car would be unlocked somewhere, one of my smart-ass friends back in high school or whatever would open up the door, 
turn everything all the way up, the heat or the AC, <laughs> radio all the way up, wiper blades on, lights on full. Yeah. So when you put the key in, you were like blown back, like what the hell is going on? And it was kind of alarming. So, but you don't think they're pranking you? No, no. Well, it's I think I think it might be for a reason. Especially the one thing that really gets me is. Uh, they turn. I always keep my lights on automatic, so they're off during the day. When it gets dark enough, they turn on automatically. Mm-hmm. But they switch it all the way off. I get maybe it's for a reason if they're checking something. I don't know. But they don't put it back to automatic, so I don't notice that my lights are off even when I'm driving at night. At some point, it takes me way too long to realize. I got people flashing at me like this dickhead with no lights on his, <laughs> on his, on his car. And I'm like, why is people so mad at me? And I'm looking at I'm like... Oh, my fucking lights are off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, at least put it back to where you put it. You know what I mean? Where it was. Remember where it was. If you need to turn it off, do what you need to do to fix my car. Yeah. But put, put it, it back. Put it back. Put it back the way thing I can think of is the lights, maybe they turn them off when they're working under the hood because it could be blinding them when they're trying to do something. Or it's like something electrical. They're trying not to shock themselves. Oh, that, I don't, that, I don't that know. I, yeah. I understand that if they have to do it, do it. But it's like, yeah. put it back so I don't hit a tree <laughs> without realizing it's my own fault. I will say that I think we all do this. I, at least I would think we would all do this. I specifically set it on our station every single time. So when they turn it on. Well, yeah. I do that too. Yes. Yeah. I always pull in. It's always on. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And I also do that same thing if I'm in Best Buy or anywhere else. I'm like, boop, 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 boop. You're welcome. Well, you know, I look at it like this. Sometimes I've gotten back in the car and the radio's been turned down, but it's still on the same setting. But then I think of what my brother always used to say. Uh, my brother Jim, the smart ass he was, he goes, I love when you're on the radio because when I'm done listening to you, I can shut you off. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. So there is that possibility. Now, I you had something that since Joe's with us here and, and we and it's so nice having company. Um, well, Whoa. besides you well, thanks, too. Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of love. We'll give you one more. Do you guys want to be notified if your significant other isn't in the mood for the uh, the horizontal mambo? I can tell you at my age and where I'm at in the relation in my relationship, uh, I always feel like I know that it's not an in the mood night, but that's here nor there. <laughs> okay, Joe Mama, do you want to be notified if the person like say you're you both are at work and she sends a text message listen i'm not feeling good you know i'm just gonna go to bed so you you know don't touch me yeah <laughs> being, the, being the single guy that i am uh, the women i'm with are always in the mood but uh what guy sends a message like that i mean that's not that's not good mm. sounds like a pussy don't uh, suck it up buddy you gotta keep your woman at it. <laughs> Or really sounds like he's not going to get one. But that's yeah. it. Yeah. There's a lot of fish in the sea. And if you want to keep your woman happy, you better get it up when she's ready. And uh, I, I don't know. A preemptive non-sex text? That's crazy. I would never know. Pre-disappointment is in, ahead of the actual disappointment. <laughs> so disappointed. You, you are not going to have the mediocre two minutes of your life you were hoping for tonight. <laughs> Um, wow, what do you do with the other man? <laughs> He's quick like Scott. I like oh, the message can come across in a way where you don't have to say, no sex. You can just literally go, I am just beat. I, I can't, you know, I'm, 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 I want to just, can we just take it easy tonight and relax, maybe watch a movie? Why well, deliver negative news? I don't get it. You're not scoring any points by delivering negative news like that, you know? I mean, just suck it up and be a man i you know we do that all the time with other stuff i, I don't know why i don't know why a dude would send something like that you're talking to the guy with three ex-wives so what the hell do i know 
<laughs> so, all right, we we basically agreed on a no. Yeah, you don't want to get the preemptive. <laughs> Try the uh, the penis pump. I hear those are pretty good. <laughs> pump it up. Are we in agreement? Are we in agreement that Joe must rejoin a yes. podcast yes, down the road? Yes. Absolutely. You always have an open door here, for sure. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should come visit us in the Finger Lakes, and then you can be in studio with us. Ooh, I'm sorry. Did you say Finger Lakes? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. yes. We uh, we actually uh, are are right at the uh, base of the middle finger, Seneca Lake. Yeah. So uh-huh. it really um, it's it's both pleasurable and uh, a, a giant fuck you at the same time. <laughs> In high school, I used to take a girl down to the fingering lake, but I didn't know the. <laughs> That's a whole different story. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I wish I knew you guys together back in the day. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, you guys man. must have been. I don't know. Was it hard to understand you guys because you were laughing so much during the show? <laughs> <laughs> there was. There's always a lot of laughs. Yeah, for yeah, sure. True. You've been awesome. Well, I, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We'll let you continue moving. I know you're moving. And you said you're, you're gonna go- pretty cool. Well, yeah, I like you too. Oh. Um, <laughs> You guys are right. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, God this is like a good egg. <laughs> yeah, good times. Good times. That's great. All right, I got to do some actual real work. Okay, okay. All right. There, there goes Bye. Joe. Bye, Joe. Bye. Bye. Good to see you, dude. See ya.